Welcome to Holeback Rack Podcast. My name is Jessica Hare. I operate Hare Hollow Farm, and we breed boas, balls, and select colubrids. Hi, I'm Jenna King. I operate ASM Royal Tails, and I breed high-end ball pythons. We want to share our journey navigating herpetoculture and are dedicated to promoting biohazard safety for all species. And we would love you to answer the question, what's in your holdback rack? Welcome to episode 45. Jana, we're on video. How do you feel? I'm, I'm a little nervous, but you can see my trashed house behind me. Um, yeah, she was outside and it was beautiful. But then it the internet was so was beautiful, but my internet was sad. So we'll try to work on that for next week so you guys can see my building. And um, hopefully I'll be able to record out there in the future. I'm trying to find the background settings. So maybe I could be in space. In space. Well, while she's doing that, sorry about last week's audio. I can't fix it looks good that like clipped audio i can i can repair it a little bit there's some like auto clipping tools but if it gets clipped because the the internet is a little sad because everybody's downloading triple x hamster i can't fix that sorry shane we'll just have him back on next time and we'll repeat yeah um, we're also trying a new video interface between jessica and i so hopefully that will help as well with audio um, I also am getting new equipment. So yeah, we'll definitely have Shane on where we can get really great audio and video with him. So maybe he'd show us some really cool shit from his collection. Thank you for enduring the shitty art, uh, audio because it was a, it was a good episode and it's, he's, he's a pleasure to interview. So this is a not safe for work podcast and neither of us have dropped the F-bomb in the first five seconds. Yet yet so what's really cool about um doing video is all the neat shit that jessica is teaching us um, she'll be able to show us too so i just think it's going to add another level if you are listening via podcast app obviously it'll just be like the same as always but if you want to see what she is talking about or what i'm talking about it it will add another element so you won't have to follow the links we'll just include them while we're talking about them yeah, still audio only. We'll still overly describe what we're looking at. But hopefully I can edit this shit down to something that the audio version will appreciate still. I don't know. Maybe oh, not. yeah, for sure. All right. Shane Kelly, still sponsor, even though we botched his audio on his interview. He did not leave yet. Thank you, Shane. Thank you, Shane. Small town exotics. All right. For the sponsor spot. Top or bottom? I know Jana is a top and a bottom, but for this situation, Jana, <laughs> which one do you prefer? The Dreamsicle or the ODYB GeneX Pied? The ODYB GeneX Pied. I know. Fuck. Uh, uh, hands down. Yeah. Uh, for the people at home, you all know what a Dreamsicle looks like, do you? I don't know. It's just a pied that's standard splotches, but they're just in the lavender albino color palette. But this is more cool. You got like the yellow belly jagged edges, way more orange. What do you think, Shanna? Um, it's, it's really the jagged edges. And then you can see the cleanness from the GeneX. It's just, it really enhances wherever it is. And so it's just like really clean, orangey yellow edges. But they're 
jagged because of the yellow belly. It's just sexy. <laughs> Speaking I think of my most language. people said bottom or both. So I think bottom bottom wins. Power bottoms all day. Ha- power bottoms all day. See, you know, and I thought you were going to ask me <laughs> if I wanted to be top or bottom with Shane. <laughs> Got no. a little distracted whoa, by that. <laughs> whoa, whoa, whoa. the bald guys now. Whoa. That's <sighs> I know. I really thought that was what was coming out of your mouth. <laughs> Listen, I don't, I don't know if you've noticed, but I try not to make jokes where like you are doing some kind of sexual act with a random person in the hobby that's like famous. That's real. <laughs> you have put that onto yourself many times. Uh, I have. But Please I don't want to be me. like imply I, I... some sort of acts, hypothetical like werebears or. Ooh. or some sort of fantasy uh, yeah you can have sex I'll, I'll pretend you're gonna have sex with them all day because that's you know <laughs> speculative fiction right there um i also had a birthday whoa yes so you're 27 now <laughs> 27 nine times no yes 27 nine times nine years experience whoa i am 36 and i it feels good to be 36 like i am very happy with that you could still i still got it you remember did you read it was feast for crows when tywin lannister goes to cersei and he's like you're 36 you could still have a couple of kids oh jesus and i'm like i felt a little triggered while reading it like a couple of years ago i'm like she could still technically have a couple of kids but so this is Shanna Cersei Lannister right in shops closed <laughs> I, I think um over the Christmas holiday my ex will likely have my children and I think I'm going to just get it all burned and cut and tied and packaged up and board up the windows but shops closed <laughs> okay now it's time for fun any other fun updates so I did not move into my shed this weekend, which would have been the plan. We are getting down into the 50s already here in Washington at night. And so it gets to be like 65 in my snake shack with no heat turned on, um, no racks turned on. So it's maintaining like 15 degrees above what it is outside. And then when it's like 90 outside, it's only like 68 in the building. So I decided that that was too cold. And so I'm going to wait. So I have the heat pump being installed on Monday. But over the next two weeks, we will be moving out into our building. So we will officially be out there for the um, 2023 season, which I'm very excited about. And I think that we will be working on building a hatchling room in the garage of my house. Okay. I didn't mean collection updates. Oh, sorry. Shit. She's she's gonna put me in timeout now. <laughs> That's fine. What, what other kind of updates? I don't know. Just like post shows. This like it doesn't matter. Like the beginning is like sponsor spot, post show. Like any reactions to the last show, th- thoughts, meta type stuff. Oh, Sorry, right. I, I was just you did bumped. a beautiful job talking about your shop. I'm keeping it in. I'm keeping okay. it in, everybody. Okay, but I'm totally in timeout for next time. <laughs> I mean, you've done this show 44 times previous, and it was mostly the same format. It's okay. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you put up with me. I know it. (laughs) All right. Jana wanted to see pictures of pretty corn snakes, and that's what we're doing. 
corn snake curious. So I started to like assemble like a group of pictures. I actually obviously have a lot of corn snakes. And I'm like, this is a fucking waste of time. There's a perfectly good resource. It's called Ian's Vivarium, which is like Morphopedia or whatever on Morph Market. But it's old and it's been here forever and it's largely correct. So we're going to go through this. I think there's 40 something single gene mutations or types, not combos. I don't know if we'll be able to do them all. Depends on if Jan gets bored, which looks like it's already happening. (laughs) So we'll go through as many as Jana will tolerate. (laughs) Before I glaze over. Yes. And then we'll move on to news. This will probably be part one and then we'll do part two at another date. Whenever. Ian's vivarium splits up corn snake morphs into first like wild type types and then single recessives. I think single incomplete dominant dominant and then it goes into doubles. Nobody has time for doubles. There's millions of doubles. So we'll just be doing as this series the single types. So the okay. wild types are literally a phenotype that technically has no point mutations in it but it has a particular look and it's either a look based on a locality or a look based on a look at this point. So let's start alphabetically. <laughs> Alabama. So it's like brown base coat it's almost just like a normal ass corn snake from alabama how do you feel about that uh meh i don't i don't like it it's too brown based for me um something that appeals to me with the corn snakes is is more when they're like the bright red based you know anyway, like dark and like like really dark looking like that i i don't know i mean as i learn about corn snakes and as i learn about how that accepts like different other morphs i'll be interested to see as i dive into it further what the difference of the base makes so these ones look all pretty boring to me too to be honest but there are some corn snakes that come out of just appalachia in general because this just looks like an appalachia corn snake so all the way up and down the east coast right that are so dark they're basically img corn snakes but they just come out of the wild that way so, like, that's its own phenotype that nobody's worked on yet that I think would be cool. So that's why I'm interested in this look. Not really for, you know, the refinement of brownie snake look, but for the, the weird ones that exist. Okay. All right. Pajana, not a fan. All right, Keys corn snakes. Keys used to be a separate subspecies of corn snake. It's not anymore. It was sort of discontinued. Okay. They're really weird looking. They usually lack belly checkers and like yeah. side pattern and not a lot of black and they're really small in the wild I, I like the diamonds on the top one diamonds on the top one on the side mean? on the side so there's like the top pattern and then the side pattern on the very top one not that one go go up this one right there you know see how it's got little diamonds along its side yeah that happens yeah, in, uh, in normal corn snakes okay i like okay. that That's all right feeling to me Channel likes diamonds. This locality, which you could kind of construe as a morph in and of itself, is the like parent locality for blood red, so diffused, and mask, and probably cinder, and maybe some other morphs. Because these are all like, this is probably a super mask. I really like the masks. Do you? I thought you liked, actually liked the sunkissed. The sunkissed super mask. Right. right. Mask right. is boring by itself. Yes. And then normal is literally all of those and these, right? Just any corn snake that has ever existed that doesn't have a mutation. 
I skipped the best one for some reason. Miami. So that's my favorite locality. So some of them are so in the corn snakes that come from Miami Dade County could look like this. They could look like a brown base one, like an Alabama type, and they can almost look like an Okatee. It's just when someone says Miami, they either mean that county or they mean this look. And at okay. this point, most people mean the look. Okay. Which is a gray base and just red or orange saddles. So I like the Miami and the gray base, but I like the people who are trying to push it to a silver rather than a gray. Mm-hmm. I like takes... the really, really light colored, almost the white. I think that's sexy as fuck. Right. It's hard to do, though, because yeah. even the ones that are born very white, like if you go look at my snakes and you like stretch the side of the snake out, there's mm-hmm. orange in between the scales that are gray or silver because it's still there. It's just like fighting to come back. Okay. So you're always having to selectively breed to get more and more of it to go away. It's just a, a workflow thing. How do you feel about Okatees? I like Okatees. So Okatees a locality and a... A, a look now both so you could have one from jasper county south carolina where the okatee plantation was where some of the original adults were collected or you could have just something that has more than one and a half black scales as a border i prefer the the look rather than the actual location that it was found i like the more the black two or three scales i like the really extreme okatees and i love Miami Okatees. So would you never want to buy a, a locality-specific corn snake just because you just wanted that locality? Or do you just not care? I would not care about locality. I would care about how it actually looks. What about a locality-specific ball python? No. But you couldn't breed anything else because it was special and you just had to keep it going? Nope. Does that appeal to you? Nope. No. Janice says no. No. I mean, other species, Yes. Like carpets but, or, or boas, like that would appeal to me, but not ball pythons and not corn snakes. Why not corn snakes? Corn snakes aren't good enough for you. Thought they were they were, they were growing on you. They are growing on me, but not in the locality sense. I really like blind breeding and just not interested in locality based breeding for corn snakes. Mm-hmm. I think it's extremely limited. Yeah, it is. But if you're line breeding, you can line breed within the locality. You could, but I'm not interested in doing okay, that. Okay, Jan's not interested. Are you interested in doing that? Yeah, that'd be awesome. Oh, oh okay. I want to get one of those fucking black-ass mountain demon corn snakes from the middle of nowhere in Georgia, which you couldn't collect anyway, but we'll call them Alabama. <laughs> we so... could stuff them in our pockets and walk to Alabama. <laughs> <laughs> that are so dark and gray and crazy looking. Go, go on iNaturalist, everybody at home. Oh, can we go on it here? Yes. I'll have to edit. Let's, Me let's... fumbling around. Mm, yeah, okay. But still, let's do it. That's that's why we're on video. So that we that's can say cool shit like we're this. we're on video. Favorites. Pretty sure I favorited it. Holy shit. Wow. What the fuck? Goddamn. Goddamn. That, okay. Okay. That's crazy as hell. Wait, is that more the IMG that you were talking about? Or is that something? Yeah, this isn't different? like a normal Alabama. This is the is that cool weirdo IMG hotness that's rolling okay. around. The- that ahead. interests me. So I would yeah, love yeah. to if you could get that dark base, but if you could get the red in the top half more vibrant. 
Okay, sure. Yeah. Someone needs to go get that right there. <laughs> Nobody has that in the whole hobby, as far as I can tell. This one is actually from Alabama. It's outside of Birmingham. That's that's just running around the woods and nobody's okay. caring. So about I, I, I guess you've proved me wrong. I am wrong. And I would if it was something sexy like that, that I was like, oh, I could I could enhance that. But right, so already, if you like, could go so buy like a, like a couple of these and just start working on them, you could outcross some of them, but keep some of them pure. That'd be a, a great project. Somebody send me some quick, please, please. <laughs> Go out to your yard if you're in Alabama. <laughs> but I only want this one. A lot of the ones from Alabama look like the Alabama corn snakes. But this like one that. is juicy. Okay. All right. I mean, I am doing locality garters because, like, California red-sided. Oh, my so. God. Can I ask you a question that has nothing to do with this podcast? On the sure. middle of the podcast? Sure. I wanted to do an episode about tetrodotoxin tolerance in California red-sided garters and them fighting with rough-skinned newts. What do you think about that topic? Okay, well, first you've got to translate to English for those of us in the back. <sighs> I don't what want to spoil it too much. Tetrodotoxin <laughs> So garter snakes and rough-skinned newts are in like an arms race where the newts are becoming more and more toxic and the gutter snakes are becoming more and more resistant and so the newts there are the most toxic of almost any newts in north america because they're trying to kill off their predator yes but the gutter snakes are like i don't think so so the same newt that would kill a person the gutter snake sort of gets sort of sort of you know lays on this his side for a little bit as the neurotoxin takes over and he's just like fuck you bitch I, i got this Yeah, and then he just wakes up in 20 minutes or something so there's an arms race, but it's actually really funny because it's one of those ecological stories in North right. America that's fun. Is that a, is that a podcast worthy episode? Maybe. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Comment below. Comment below if you think so. We'll discuss yeah. it. There's we'll a lot of like cool like ecology stories, but we okay. don't we don't always talk about ecology. I just don't know how cool that um, is to someone. Ecology as an episode would be cool, but just the the garter snakes and the the newts by itself probably is not enough content for an episode but ecology it stories is. it can't I be think... ecology stories that isn't like hundreds of years of books is ecology <laughs> stories Come i think we can pick a few a few relevant examples and talk about them i think that would be cool as fuck single gene recessives amel what do you think about amel it's Obviously, lack of melanin, same way it is in ball pythons and boas and everything else. And it's just whatever the snake was going to be, minus melanin. I am very pro AML. So I am only pro AML if it's in like a very good selective breeding mix, like candy cane. Yes, I am hot for candy cane. But I think most AMLs are pretty boring to me. Right. No, I think it definitely needs other things, but I, I, I like it. So a Amel Miami is a candy cane, an Amel Okiti is a reverse Okiti, an Amel Miami Okiti-ish animal is a high white reverse Okiti. It keeps going. If an Amel is low white, so small borders, it's a sun glow, goes on and on. And those aren't double genes. They're just selective breeding plus Amel. Okay. I mean, mean, it's just so, it's so big. (laughs) I mean, I guess ball pythons are too, but it's so, it's so much information and so 
I feel like it's more nuanced than ball python breeding. Yeah, I mean, ball python breeding is a little bit for dummies. No offense. No, it is. And this is this is more intensive. Like, it's like the next level of complicated. Right. But I feel like corn snakes is like the level that most species are. There's some polygenics. There's some simple Mendelian genetic stuff. And there's a bunch of dumb words to describe all of it. That's the way it is. At least it's not crested geckos, but like most of it is polygenic, so they're all made up. Every morph. It's just guess. Just go ahead and guess what it is. It's a pinstripe, dildo, backslap, charcoal. <laughs> Pimp hand. Yes. No, I love crested geckos. I just think it's funny that they have so many words for minor traits. So anery is the absence of red. So it's like anery and boas. Not really like exanthic in ball pythons because they have yellow. Like the carotenoid space along their neck remains. I have zero interest in this gene. Why is that, Jana? It just does not appeal to me. I like the red. Mm -hmm. That's why it appeals to me. And then like the intense oranges and stuff that you get with Amel or like the candy cane. It just doesn't appeal to me. Like that. This little zigzag. Does not not do it for me. No, this one. It's like an Okatee. That's that's pretty sexy, but it's not where I would start by any means. I'm not saying that it should be done away with or it has no value. I just, that's not where I would head. Personal taste. I just think it's funny. I mean, it's fine, but like you say you like the red, but the red is the normal version of a corn snake. I know. But you don't like yellow corn snakes. Nope. But that is more weird looking for a corn snake. I think it's because you're stuck in like ball python color palette where like, a normal ball python is sort of yellow and black. Yes. So red is rare. It's appealing. Yes. Yeah. No red I, is appealing. I just, if I worked with corns, I would want to do something that didn't look like a ball python. Like that would be the intellectual appeal for me. And so line breeding is not like ball pythons. The red is not like ball pythons. And so I would want to move in that direction. Like I really like the palmetto, but how much can you do with that? Whole lot of nothing. And so like, Yes, they're gorgeous when they don't have the funky eyes, but the, what appeals to me is the line breeding and the, the red. So that's what I would work with. So Jana would not work with a caramel? Correct. Caramel both takes away red, but then substitutes red for yellow. So it's not just take away red, because that would be an anery, but it actually like... Enhances. S- yeah, it stops red and makes red be yellow. Which I actually think is really cool. There's not very morphs in any species that do that. That like straight substitute mm-hmm. without affecting black too. It's cool and they're beautiful, but I would also not work with that. I work with it and it's so hot. So charcoal's so cool. Because it looks like anery, right? Lack of red. But it very rarely has yellow on the neck. Like charcoal doesn't allow yellow. It does sometimes, but like super rare. See, and, and I'd be more... I would be more willing to work with that than the anery. Uh, anery. Sometimes this one is called anery type two because it was oh. the second one found. Okay. But charcoal is a better name. Charcoal is a way better name. Yeah, it looks yeah. cool. Looks edgy. It does look edgy. I I would work with that. Christmas, Merry Christmas, Happy Merry Holidays. Christmas. Christmas is an old gene that like didn't get worked very much. It's like a hypotype that's could be lava or could be an ultramel-like thing. Santa baby. 
hurry down the chimney. Yeah, there's not a lot to say because nobody. It's not very common. All right, Cinder. Wow. Another gray snake. I bet it's Janet's favorite. You work with Cinder. Cinder. Miami Cinders, right? Yeah, I have Cinder in Miami and, and, and outside of Miami. What do you think about Cinder? No gray snakes? Eh, I'm just not into gray snakes in almost any. So it's a gray snake, but it's also like pink inside when it gets older. So it's like this weird like rose color, shabby chic rose. Yeah, I mean, it is kind of shabby chic. I'm, I'm a little bit serious. Like that's what it reminds no, me. No, I mean, like really, a, it does. Like a distressed. I don't know. Like that part is what's appealing to me. Some of them are very pink. Increasing like, the pink. Yeah, it's like this weird muted. I mean, I could get behind making a pink snake. Like that could be sexy. Like getting the gray more like pure, like that gray color. Yeah. Um, it, it's more of like the the gunmetal gray rather than the like dark dark gray and then mm-hmm. getting the saddles more pink rather than this like whitewashed pink or like grayed pink I would want it to be more more pink. more pink <laughs> well this is basically like a hack to make a Miami corn snake like the gene as in the heterozygous form takes away some base color and in the homozygous form takes away almost all the base color and a bunch of the saddle color and like just reduces red down a, a like wait so is this the gene that makes the mask cool no well, tell me again what makes the mask cool sun-kissed sun-kissed okay keep going so i like these because they're like a miami substitute if you have something that's really colorful and you want to miami fi it cinder does it and the in the head form it adds a lot of like pop because it's like really desaturates the base and like cleans up the saddles so the cinder is what you put in your miami project to get the red sweater is that right yeah kind of okay and then that's the one you call your cheater gene yeah it's cheating see i am listening even when i glaze over i am absorbing information <laughs> uh-huh. i do listen to you she's Jessica. still here everybody oh and it sometimes. makes the best double combo in in corn snakes which is the shatter the best okay really quick can we look at the shatter take a little detour down to shatter wow 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 they just look this is fucking extra to me yeah that's that's a that's sexy even though it's a gray gray and gray snake (laughs) yeah there's i don't know a corn snake that has a saddle weird it's like it's like those we talked about this before like those mex mex granites yeah yeah it's like that sometimes and then sometimes it's like I don't know what the fuck that is. A gray band king snake. I don't know. I've we've talked about and shown like my really, really pink ones. Yeah, your shatter. Yeah, this is just appeals to me in a lot of ways. There's busyness, hot. So you need a cinder to make that. So even though a cinder might not knock your socks off, if you want cool shatter combos, like to make a shatter ultramel or whatever. The only thing I want to see in a palmetto is someone try to make a shatter palmetto. What do you think it will do? I don't know. Okay, that's fair. Because a tessera palmetto lines up the dots on the back. Really? Yes. I have not seen that. Yes, it lines them up. Can we can we Google that on the screen for for those people in the back? Me. <laughs> it might not look like it. Do you see how they're all like oriented on the back? Yeah, instead of on the anywhere on the sides. Yeah. 
Okay. Is that cool? So his shatter is so like cool as I was thinking. Yeah, no, it doesn't like make lines. It just sort of arranges them on the back and then makes them be in lines on the back instead of like very randomized splotches. Okay. So a shatter is such a strong pattern variant combo. I'm just assuming that it'll do something. Right. But you know what doesn't do anything? Stripe, Motley, hardly anything else that's like a big pattern changer doesn't do shit in Palmetto. So maybe it won't do anything. I don't know. I just think about it every day. Like that's not what I would do with a Palmetto if I got one. I would read it to a shatter and try to make the triple like on the back end and just see what happens. And if nothing exciting happens, I'd probably just be like, okay, that's fine. Now we know. Yeah, it's boring. So Cinder is the third anery type. So sometimes it's called like type three or type C or it used to be called Ashy. Remember that? You don't remember that. Mm-mm. Long time ago. Mm-mm. And nope. cinders were from Keys locality. So they have like weird Keys locality features, sometimes like disrupted pattern and like missing pattern and like crazy. So there's like, it was like the Keys locality's answer to an anery type that so emerged from that locality. Is the Keys locality like the Florida Keys? Yes. So the Keys, Sorry to Florida, Florida Keys has its own locality and Miami has its own locality. Yes. Doesn't that seem a bit excessive? It does. It does. Mm-hmm. They're they're a little bit uh ho- hogging it over there. <laughs> right, especially since there's really cool weird stuff all over the country. But like those only because all the old fart reptile people were in Florida, they're like, I'm gonna check around and herp F- South Florida the most because I live in Miami or whatever. Right. Although like the keys ecosystem is unique versus Miami. Yeah, just, and frankly anywhere else. Like that's why there's you know, you can argue if, like, we have Everglades rat snakes, and then we have yellow rat snakes right above it. So, like, South Florida is special. And so things act differently in South Florida, including the people. Correct. <laughs> I, I lived there for a, for a year, so yeah, I, I get it. They, they'll marry an alligator, and I don't know. It's a weird place. So Diffuse was from South Florida locality, too. And Blood Red is probably Diffused mask and a red enhancing gene. So some of them are really diffused looking and some of them still have pattern on top. Okay. How do you feel about diffused? Confused. Confused diffused? Mm-hmm. Do you wish it had contrast back because it has a saddles? Because diffused takes away border and smushes it away and it takes away the belly stripe and it takes away or, or, contrast in general. Is anybody... Um trying to work back in the dark saddles like the okatee yeah you can get something i don't know how to put this so like if you put a really strong okatee line into that you can get more and more border back but the gene itself is fighting that tendency and why would you want to like fight to get the most border possible in a diffused because it's also doing other things that i like but i like like what what else do you like about it I like how red it is. I like uh, how it has like like the creaminess all of the coloring all together. Um, Wouldn't that but, go away if you put black in it? Like the ombre effect? Let's see. <laughs> well, the the red color is probably not from the fuse. It's probably from... Like a red factor? Yeah. Or okay. red coat. So ignore the red. 
Because you can find an Okatee that has huge borders where the saddle color and the base color like this is almost the same color. Because it probably has two copies of whatever. Cool. Okay, well, that, that's what I'm seeing that I like. And so that's not right. the, the fuse, in other ways. Yeah, the diffuse that you're... Well, you click on that middle girl right there on the one? bottom. That one. The uh, diffuse is just like the lack of border definition, not the color. Because you can have a brown version of that. It's like literally tan color. Because it doesn't have any red coat or red texture. Okay. Like I've seen diffuse that like roll up and you're like, whoa, that is the worst thing I've ever seen. <laughs> that is hot garbage. Because <laughs> it lacks contrast and color. And you're like, wow, we've we've done some shit. Like I got that Craigslist cord snake that was uh he was a normal head diffuse, but he had like diffuse tendencies, even though he wasn't masked either. And he just, you could tell, like, the, the fuse he was going to make were going to be, like, brown on tan. You know, it was not good. So why did you get it if it was not good? I wanted the females he was with. It was a group deal. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. I just rehomed him as, like, a pet. Because <laughs> that's what he needed to be, brother. Come on, brother. Come on, brother. All right, dilute. Janice going to hate this one. It's like a weak hypotype. What do you think about that? Um. It's just like a normal snake minus 20% of darkness. The color. Yeah, it's like you desaturated it a yeah. little. And it's you know, a it's, tiny bit. It's interesting. In, like in real life, I like photos that have been desaturated a little bit. Um, so you would think that I would be really drawn to that, but I'm not. So this one, if you have a dilute annery motley, it's called a blue motley. It's like the faintest color of gray that it, with dilute with it makes it look a very light bluish i mean i'm air quoting blue blue gray so that's right. why anybody uses this i think is because okay. it makes a very cool colored the background anery. coloring yeah the whole thing gets really light but then they kind of age out differently like they're born really blue but they don't always stay really blue okay Gina says no no to dilute Nope, yeah, I hypo. Lazy, no, hypo. Move, move on quickly. This is like a true hypotype. It takes away black and it actually reduces borders. And it might add a little color by itself. Like a hypo lavender adds orange to lavender. So it, it might be an enhancer. But hypos can look as good or as whatever as whatever you Whoa, put Whoa, click on that. What is that sexy beast? This is a hypo. This is a baby. That's so. I mean, that's... you've seen hypo Miamis. They're called crimsons, right? I have not. No. Show me, show me, show me. <laughs> you created this animal. I don't know. So they're just a Miami, right? Just a Miami. But because you sucked away a little bit of melanin from everywhere, like the red is dark, like almost burgundy, and the back is like so pale gray like that i really like that that's really sexy right that is a baby so it'll change a little bit but like it's steel stuff that's not one that's not one this is one it steals enough stuff that it like pumps everything up a little bit but hypotype a reduces borders that's just like a function of the gene okay. and you can fight it and add a little bit of borders back it changes things things are changed this is the one from ian's ovarian so that's a good example like, it's just a little cleaned up everywhere. Borders are reduced. But is it worth it to, to trade? Mm, I don't know. What do you think, Jenna? It appeals to me. Just hypo in general? Yeah. Okay. Remember Castania? We talked about that. 
I remember the word because it's obviously an interesting word, but I don't know what it does. So it creates a color gradient from the head down to the butt, where the head oh. has more color than the rest of the body. You can see it here in the adult, but it does this weird, like, chestnut is the right name. It does this sort of mahogany, chestnutty color. So it's kind of like a Alabama corn, but it's like forced into doing that by the, the morph. But it's also forced into having the, the ombre by the morph. Yep. Can you use it to get the ombre in a red, like a really yes. red ombre? Yes. Okay. To me, it looks the best when it's like a red orange head or whatever and it goes into like a gray butt it's almost like the opposite of a boa yes yeah see how like it's like way over the top yeah yeah and then it goes down very very appealing to me the the ones from the german line ones like this is a german line where it's like really red but it's got this weird metallic look to it okay and then it browns out as it goes back this looks cool to me because it's just different that's why I was all like hot for like that's that. Cool. That's fucking cool. So this but snake, you see it's the like, ombre. It's like glowing orange the first quarter of the snake, but by the end of the snake, it's like so deep, dark gray mm-hmm. orange. That's really sexy. I wish that ombre was in ball pythons too, like, because that's something that really appeal- appeals to me with boas is the the ombre effect. And so the fact that you can do that with the corn is really, that's sexy. And what's cool about it is it's not new, but there's a lot of different versions of it and we haven't mixed it into enough things. So I'm pretty sure like whenever we get going and get it into a lot of different types, I think I told you the Mandarin, so the, the lava castania uh, huh? was one of my favorites. It's just got like this crazy metallic calico ball python look to it that I don't even understand why it exists. And I like it. I don't know. On to lava. Remember lava? lava. I do remember lava. <laughs> it looks a lot like hypo, remember? What it, differentiates it? It's just a different gene. It's not allelic uh, with hypo. And it does reduce black and melanin. But it lets the... If it's going to be a snake with big, big booty borders, it lets it keep the borders. <laughs> Which none of these are good examples of that. But like if you made a hypo okati, it would take away the okati's borders. But if you make a lava okati. It grays them. Yeah, they get. They're there, but they're gray. Or okay. purple. Or purple. To me it looks Purple. Cool. Right, right, Let's right. Let's call right, it purple, yeah, purple for fun. It is purple. You're right. Uh, So hot. Yeah. It's it, I like... just love this. Like it's an okati, but it's even redder and purple yeah yeah no that's very appealing much more than hypo right hypo is fine but lava like does the exact same thing but allows you to keep order so yeah so i would never use hypo i would just use lava mm-hmm. yeah lavender the other purple snake so they are born brownish that's why they, when they were originally made he uh, rich sikowski called them mocha originally because they're kind of brownish when they're born but they grow up to be this like actual lavender like we have lavender albino but this is literally lavender yeah like it's not even like some of them look like a grayish thing oh but some of them no i think that's cool it sort of looks blue or something with orange i don't i don't like that 
But a lot of them are so click on the, the like cinnamon cinnamon looking. Click on the cinnamon bun one. Cinnamon bun. Far left, male age three. Yeah. All right, that's that's sexy. So they can have lavenders can have different amounts of this like extra orange that come in. I don't. It just like depends that. on like polygenics and okay. and other genes sometimes. Like there's a I gene don't... called peach that can make it happen, and then like if you had hypo or sun kissed into it it'll add peach colors to it you don't like peach mm, nope i do okay Ooh, oh. click on that bottom left one female six months yeah so they go That's from like brown hot. to like a anery looking thing to a clearly lavender looking thing That's hot okay and then the Got lavender scaleless is not lavender colored it's normal looking did you know that? Have we talked about that? No, we have not talked about that. So the lavender oh. scalus for everybody at home too is looks like a normal colored scalus corn snake. Because whatever makes a lavender lavender is in the scales, not in the pigment in the skin. Okay. It's like a nobody knows what it is, but people have like guessed that it's like there's a crystalline structure that's like refracting light in a weird way or whatever. Which maybe is the case, but there's something about the proteins in the scales that makes the lavender a lavender, and it doesn't extend into the lower color palette of the snake deeper into the tissue. So lavender scales look totally normal. How boring is that? That's really boring and a bummer. Uh, scales is weird anyway. Speaking of scales, well, this isn't scales. This is a micro scale. Okay. What do you think about that? So the scales are smaller. And the head scales are smaller, too, so there's separation on the head. Okay, so almost like a scaleless head. Yes. Or like a microscale in ball pythons. Yeah, I know we have that, but the head reminds me of the scaleless head. Yeah, so the, you can see how they're sort of mounded up, the scales. So when you touch them, they feel like beads instead of like scales that are overlapping, like shingles. Interesting. To me, this, and it's actually allelic with scaleless, proven by Don Soderbergh. This year, at least. He has one on Morph Market right now. Like a, a homozygous scaleless micro scale animal. It's like in between. It has more scales than a scaleless, but less scales than a micro scale. So that's cool. This one is okay to me as far as like weird body modification morphs. What do you think? I don't like this kind of stuff. But is this better or worse than a scaleless corn snake? It's better than a scale is because I think penis snakes are weird and wrong, but it's no, maybe it's not better. It's not better. <laughs> it's not, not for me. To no. me, it's better. I just, I don't know how much though. Like Jeff Bong, Cascade Corns, he imported some from Europe, microscales. Okay. And I was like, it's probably a better idea than breeding a scaleless because it looks for more sure. like a snake. I think scaleless should not be bred. That's just my opinion. Hmm. I don't know. In corn snake world, I think that they're fine. I just they they're need better, to be sold. Definitely, they're better than the ball pythons. Scaleless. Yeah, they just need to be sold with a little bit more direction than it's a totally normal snake, right? Because it's not exactly a totally normal snake, correct? But these two to me are better. I just wish they if they could have like the microscale on the body but have no skin showing on the head, that would be better. Yeah, it's kind of freaky. Mm-hmm like half the space is missing right but these ones have labial scales along their mouths <laughs> Gianna 
<laughs> a human labia and, and and a snake's mouth are both from labia, which is the word for lips. I am aware what the word means. Okay. But I'm going to I'm still trying... be a 12-year-old boy and laugh when you say labia scales. Okay. So these snakes don't do the weird thing with scales where they accumulate grime in their mouth that has to be like irrigated out every once in a while because they have lips to protect their mouth. So that seems like a pro. I don't know. I don't, I don't really know. Want I'm, it. I'm I'm bored with that. Move on. Motley. Motley is a it almost completely denudes all black from the borders. It's a pattern modifier. It's what the Motley Boa morph was named after was this motley this one came okay. first. i was gonna say it's reminiscent to me of boa right it's like a rounding of saddles and squeezing it, them together. yeah even the even the saddles look boa the bellies are always white and it's a lilac with stripe okay uh, eh. <laughs> even if it's like really really red eh. it's not into it no nope. one but they can look every kind of way like i have motley Miamis that are gray and red instead of like a, a uniform color. Okay. I'm not saying can... I just hate it. It just it's not like grabbing my attention. All right. What about red coat? It just <laughs> makes any other snake more red of any morph. But this one's the recessive version. Interesting. I, I mean I I want to play with the reds, so I, I would look into it for sure. We're back to scaleless. Whoa, oh, that's God. cool. That Is one's it? no okay, no, not the face. The snake that's like orangey smooth. Yeah, it it makes it like super high contrast and like punchy because there's no scales to like reflect the light in a weird way. It's yummy. It's almost like a watercolor. Right. But you just gotta like blot out the head. Like it put it's like putting a bag over your girlfriend. Because you can't be bothered. <laughs> To look at her in the face. That's how I feel about these scaleless corn snakes. Like, oh yeah, the, the, the faces are so disgusting. Uh, hey, please kill me. Start <laughs> the like reactor. A, it's like a disgusting fish face. <laughs> it's worse because I know what they're supposed to look like, so I have to like imagine them looking normal. I I can't do it, Johnny. I can't do it. I I. Ugh. Okay, move on. Hurry. Strawberry. Right. No, oh, not strawberry. I skipped it. You did, and I want to hear about strawberry. So strawberry is another hypotype. I guess I didn't say this, but it's the hypotype A strawberry and Christmas are allelic and are maybe the same thing. Depends on who you ask. But yeah, strawberry I've seems read, to be like a color and Strawberry and Christmas. Uh, strawberry is more. Like Christmas is more available than strawberry, right? No, I don't know no. anybody oh, except okay. for like Joe Pierce who has Christmas. Strawberry, oh, okay. a couple people have, but hypos everywhere. But people universally think the hypo isn't as nice. So strawberry and Christmas may be like enhancers and, you know, melanin reducers. Okay. To me, lava and ultramel are better at yes. doing the same job. L lava is amazing stripe stripe so it's a lilac with molly it looks like a striped corn steak and it's called stripe surprise they're kind of boring to me because it's like they're, yeah it, it becomes almost like a unicolor snake when it grows up but i really like striped sunkiss 
I think that's very edgy and new. Okay, Looking. is there an example of that there? Yeah. It's in Vivarium. These are called sunspot corn snakes. So the stripe becomes dots on like a, a uniform background. I do like that. And sometimes they can be really high contrast, like a gray background, red dots, like little. Yeah, if you could get that, like the the really pale yellow, or not yellow, ugh, the really pale gray. With yeah, the high it can happen. That would be really sexy. They do grow up a little bit uniform sometimes, but like if you keep the contrast, whatever whatever morph combo you want to keep, like lava sun kiss stripes are really cool and really bright, and like really contrasty. I don't know. So obviously there's like, still no black, but I like that sun-kissed. Like, could you get like a candy cane type look with that pattern morph? Yeah, you would just need like an AML, a Miami, a sun-kissed, and a stripe in the same animal. You know, only. <laughs> are those, yeah. those are for recessive genes, correct? No. So Miami is not recessive. It's polygenic, but the other three are recessive. Okay. 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 Yeah. So of course I want to do a triple recessive. <laughs> Right. So, like, right now, Jeez. I want, I don't know. So, like, it, the corn snake market is hard because if I get, like, a two-gene snake and I breed it to a two-gene snake and I make quintuple or quad heads or whatever, they don't worth anything. So, is right. it worth going after the one and five-twelve pairing or whatever? No. So, then you're like, okay, I could go buy a two-gene snake that's kind of close and a two-gene snake that's kind of close and make homozygous for two het for the other two that i want but then you're like waiting around for somebody to make it for a long time yeah yes it would be a, it would be a lot of effort and time but i think that that would be a sexy snake like there are people who have really good miami sunkiss and people who have really good miami stripes and people who have really good candy cane stripes so you could just like buy a couple of each ones and it only take one generation to come back Right. It just takes time to find the people who are doing your one specific flavor Correct. or like the two parts of your flavor. Sunkissed. So that's like a sunkissed Okatee. So don't, it's not really the color. It's more, it's like a pattern modifier. It changes head stamps. So that, the it head changes stamps really appeal to me. It changes pattern shape. It sort of squares them off a little bit. Okay. And sometimes it gives them like pokey things that like stick out. And Almost gives, like yellow belly. No, they could be like pokey or like this one, like pokey. Okay. Bits. Jagged. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I Not just always, love. Though. I love what it does to the face. I do too. Like this is a very standard sun-kissed head without mask involved. They usually oh, have really? a white cheek. Okay. White cheek and then a, a lighter head. They don't always have a white cheek, but that's a pretty good sign. Like the white from the the lip comes up the side. That's okay. standard without mask. Okay. Okay. Don't take the yawn as me not being interested. I'm very interested in Sunkissed. <laughs> yeah, I like Sunkissed a lot because it's it's like Cinder's brother from another mother. They're like strong pattern modifier, but this one has color. So Cinder's the strong pattern modifier. It doesn't have color. This one does. I like so the it, color. It does crazy shit with Stripe, like we just talked about. It does crazy shit with Cinder. It makes... All kinds of other things look weird as fuck. Like it makes charcoals look weird. And you're like, why is this so weird? I don't even know. But yeah. you're into it. But you're into it. I'm really into it. So this might be my my favorite. And it's like a, a mild hypotype. 
So it like yeah, yeah. takes away so it, like, a level smooths, of color. It smooths everything. And it does allow some black to stay, but not as much as if it wasn't there at all. But it's enough that you can still ha- technically have a sun-kissed Okatee animal. But you still have the you still have the co- the contrast, but you just have like a bitchin' head. Yeah. They look like warblers to me, which is a weird thing to talk about, so I should probably move on. What's a warbler? Okay. It's a kind of migratory bird. But I don't even know which warbler it looks like. It just always reminds me of the warblers that are really green and have like white cheeks. Hmm. How many warblers are there? <laughs> probably a lot. Yeah, there's a, a mega shit ton. Does any of these remind you of Sunkist? No. Nope. But that's okay. Okay. There's just some warblers that have like a, a cheek where it comes up. See how there's like a black eye stripe and it comes up. That happens yeah. in a lot of warblers. That's what they look like to me. These snakes. Okay. Is that weird? That. Is weird. that weird? That's a weird connection, but you're not wrong. Look at that little fucker. Look at that white cheek. Holy shit. Listen, I'm a, a, a fucking fountain of weird connections between yes, different totally that, unrelated animals that is your charm jessica don't don't change right. okay let's let's move on let's move on sun kissed is the best in case you guys needed to hear that sunrise so there's not a good picture here sunrise is like a recessive amel looking thing that's born really pale okay. this is like a really pale looking albino looking thing and then it like gets really really colorful all of a sudden after a couple sheds Okay, well, we need to see more pictures because this is dog shit. <laughs> I don't have a good picture of like when they're adults. To me, they look like amels. So think of an amel. Okay. Well, but they just then... go through this weird color change. <laughs> in this. All right, Janice says no. <laughs> they're very new, and there's not very many out there. Uh-uh. A couple no, on move on. Market. Move on. Terrazzo. It is a pattern destroyer. So it mushes it. Ignore the color because the color could be a terrazzo could right. be any color. Color's they do tend to be kind of faded looking, but they just sort of sort of like the stripe, but without a stripe. There's a little stripe on the head and neck. Click on it, click on that one, big. And it disappears. Huh. These are, I think, from Key's locality too. But they can have more stripe if you breed them too. But a lot of them are really uniform like this. Huh. I am ambivalent. Yeah. They're fine. I wouldn't buy them because they're like you can't combo this. This is like already like the combo. It is what it is. You just add the color or subtract right. color or whatever. Yeah, it's not making my panties wet. I, mean, mm-hmm. I gotta be honest. But I don't Toronto. like I'm not like fucking get rid of it, you know? Ultra. Is, so this is like ultra male or is it just So ultra, ultra male is the allelic combo. It's actually less dark than pure ultra. Like an ultra ultra animal. So it's just like a candy candino albino situation. Okay. Most people use ultra males and have ultra males because everybody already has like a het albino or albino somewhere floating. So you just end up with albinos and ultra males. But if you wanted to read a pure line of ultras, you you can sell them and you can even tell them apart pretty okay if you do like an ultra male to ultra male pairing. The ultras are almost always darker than an ultra male. But I think the ultra male actually looks the best. Of three types. And there's no like financial incentive to a pure ultra. Can we see the ultra male? Pretty please. Like beside an ultra? It doesn't have to be beside. I just want to see what an ultra male looks like. They can keep borders. 
the borders turn purple, just like with lava. And then whatever color palette you put underneath with selective breeding and other morphs is what they are. So they're just like lava. But still, they're in. It's still like uh, lava. Okay. But I think you're confusing like the polygenic part with the... Probably. They're exactly the same pretty much. Okay. Well, this is two recessives. Or no, it's one copy each, like can- candy. Right. So if okay. you wanted to go work candy cane, you could also work Ultramel candy cane. Couldn't do okay. it with lava because a homozygous lava amel. Okay, it takes away everything good about lava to me. It's just like a an amel ish looking snake with like similar colored eyes. Yeah, th- so like I think in terms of like pure punch lava just edges it out, which I think we talked about before. Mm-hmm. But I like Ultramel's versatility, and I like sometimes you don't want like a uniformly really really red snake. Sometimes you want this, so they make better candy cane type okay that's good to, to know. me all right we're almost done <laughs> we did it i didn't get bored <laughs> all right green blotch and halo green blotch is something you can only so green blotch is homozygous halo so these saddles become yellowy green on a okay. snow okay so it's like a color that's underneath all the other colors that so you can only reveal with an amel or snow combo. Okay. Okay. And then halo is the heterozygous form. And it's just where the part that used to be black has yellow green color. So okay. two copies of that makes a universally color. The whole saddle is the same color. And it makes where the black used to be yellow underneath. So all of this would have existed if there was black on it. You just wouldn't have been able to tell do you care about halo or green blotch i do not yeah you have to be like really into like that color about like a snow mm-hmm. like a p- pale pink and white and then you're like okay and i'm also interested in yellow in. peeing yellow. in the snow and we also want to pee in the snow you don't want to pee in the snow <laughs> don't eat at least don't eat it yeah don't All eat right. the yellow snow so palmetto is incomplete dominant the het form is very hypotypey it's not recessive anymore it's so like strongly hypotypey they decided to change it okay but if you just saw this in the bushes you'd be like i don't know what kind of hypotype that is could be fuck all anything okay right i didn't realize that palmetto had a i didn't realize that it wasn't recessive yeah morph market changed it six months ago or something like that or maybe less four months ago people are still miss using the system there's visual palmettos under het palmetto and you know and then some this is technically a super palmetto okay yeah everybody likes palmetto but there's not much to do with palmetto also change the color of the spots (laughs) yeah yeah i think only people who are new like palmetto that's not true there's people who are big who like palmetto but like a lot of the people trendy pet world yeah who like just want pets which is fine it's like a bell like a belt bell is to the pet industry yeah it's exactly like that i just don't understand why we haven't sort of collectively decided what to do with the ones with big eyeballs right Mm -hmm. i i I need to wait till that happens (laughs) i I don't know either there was somebody posted on like a facebook porn site group and they're like Oh man, I hit the scaleless palmetto, but its eyes are gigantic. And I'm like, 
I guess I, I love Palmetto. Might as I well love just how it keep looks. it. Just don't tell anybody. Why did you take but a picture of it? Just can't. The unknown. That that just like what if you make your ultimate snake and it's got the bug eyes? You know. I don't know. Anyway, continue. Just just, uh, just keep it. Janet already established she hates buff. I think a couple episodes yes. ago. Yep, I did. It makes it brown. Let's move on. It's dominant. So that's interesting. Mask. Although on here it says dominant, but it should be incomplete dominant. So mask. Okay. Oh, it is very boring on its own. Yes. All it does is it. So it splits the head stamp and sometimes makes two little units and it detaches it from the rest of like the spear head. Okay. And then it'll, and the single gene form make a sort of empty space down the center of the snake. Okay. But I 100% know that all masks do not do the this part or this part. Sometimes they do one or the other. Okay. Because I've made fucking super masks out of animals that don't look like shit. Okay. So the gene isn't worth a ton of money because it's sometimes it's so hard to identify. Okay. Sometimes I don't even label stuff. That's why I was like... That's why that clutch was labeled weird. Okay. But see, when I, you say mask or you say super mask, I'm thinking sun-kissed. Yeah. It's That's so what I'm saying, like, stop saying mask is cool because no <laughs> one's going to believe you. Because <laughs> I sound like a fucking moron. Okay, got it. <laughs> um, yeah, so it's sun-kissed that I like, the pixelation on the head. That's what's sexy to me. Right. And so, but sun-kissed doesn't do that by itself. Only sun-kissed. Super mask. Okay. That's what I like. Yeah, but it's pretty easy to get that combo like the most famous sun combo super masks with really insane heads are from walter smith lines because they have a ton of little bubbles and jt has them and russell southland has them and a bunch of other people and they're cool it's just those lines are all like miami type and they're all related so like the question is like what other sun super mask combos have we not made yet that we should start working on like what about orchids with super mask that'd be fun or whatever people need to make more not more of the same we're almost done tessera how can you not like tessera so tessera i don't know if we've been describing things accurately for the people on audio only oh sorry audio only it's like a usually a striped like a dorsal stripe the stripe can be broken usually has like aberrant sides it usually has like a little notch on the tail where above the cloaca almost every time. That's how you can tell a tessera stripe that's really reduced from a tessera motley or tessera stripe. Because they have a little, is there a picture of it here? No. Oh, here's one. So even though this is perfectly striped almost, they almost always have like a dip right over their cloaca on the top. Interesting. So if you're like this, like if this had no side pattern, you're like, oh, yeah, that's a motley tessera, which are very like just a dorsal stripe. No, if it has a dip, it's not homozygous for motley or stripe and tessera. So what's cool about them is they can have crazy bellies. Whoa. They can have all black, all white, black and white stripe checkers or like really fat checkers. Like they're like really aberrant and weird. I love their bellies. They can have stripes on the side of the bellies. So, like, I don't know an yeah. animal that even looks like that. Uh, candy cane tesseras, I think, might be my favorite. I don't know what's my favorite. 
I like tesseras a lot, but I don't. I think there's too many tesseras. Right. I think it's, it's they it's get like, kind of samey. It's a cheater gene to get something cool, <laughs> like a lazy, yeah. like a lazy cheater gene. Yeah, but it still I, looks cool. Yeah, I prefer like if I could have like an Okati border size and pattern on a non tessera snake, I'd prefer that over a tessera of the same quality. To that's me, that's fair. That's fair. But I like them too. They're good, and they make weird combos too. They're just not a lilacle anything, and they're probably the gene is probably from king snakes. What? Whoopsie. Okay, now you got to share that story, please. <sighs> Educate me. So, Don Soderberg bought some snakes from a guy who said they had this mutation. There, I think there was three of them or something like that. Like a boy and two girls. But they all had this color mutation. And they were all the same age. And he just found them. Or whatever. On, on Facebook. Or not Facebook. Want Classifieds or something. So Don bought him. He proved him out as visual. And it just, isn't that suspicious? That he just had three of a new mutation in corn snakes of the same age at the same time. From just a guy. It's not like he found one in the wild or whatever, right? Interesting. So the Newport gene in California king snakes, it does like at first blush look first not blush. the same. That's a loaded statement. Is it? Yeah, I like that first blush. At first interaction. Whoa. Okay. I believe you. I believe, I believe, I believe. <laughs> and the corn snake one does similar things. Whoa. So it'll be like okay. a band. That looks just like a Tessera. Holy crap. So you so, think somebody did that trying to get Tessera into corn snakes? Like that? This might just happen on accident. People make jungle corn snakes all the time. Jungle is a cow king corn hybrid. So you take a jungle corn, you go two or three generations away. How much does it look like a corn snake at that point? A lot. What yeah. if you have a whole clutch of them and you just happen to have the Newport gene? Salmon fauna. It's a new gene. It looks a lot like a corn snake. Whoops. Interesting. Okay. So, corn snakes are like more likely to bite their girlfriends when breeding, too. So, is that oh. enough evidence? Yeah. Yeah, they just got that little bit of king instinct left. I like that. Yeah, and I don't care. I literally don't care that they're all possible hybrids. So, like, Ultramel is probably from gray rat snakes also. It's not a corn snake gene. Interesting. Because the guy was like, yeah, I was making hybrids, and I also wasn't making hybrids, and I found this. I don't know which group it was from. And they're like, uh. So it's probably the, what makes a white oaks gray rat snake look really cool is the ultramel gene that in them. Mm. And the scaleless is, was a, the original If you're original doing animal. hybrids, and you're doing crosses, and you're fucking around in that, please keep good records, you moron. <laughs> Holy crap, I don't know. Like, how do you not know what's in your rack? That just well, first they were like, no, no. And then they're like, well, so maybe. crazy. Well, when people I don't know. Are just I was like... doing a lot of crazy stuff back then. So they're all smoking weed. Well, even if you're smoking weed, ride it on a three-by-five off of their trailer, back fucking porch. Jeez, okay. Jeez Louise. Yeah, and the other one was, so Scalus is part Emory all of them are. What's an emryi? Does that matter? It's like the corn snake's sister species, Pantheropus emryi, like the Great Plains rat snake. Because the okay. first one or whatever was half emryi to begin with. 
So is there a pure corn snake? No, there's not a single pure corn snake left unless it's a locality corn snake that you bought just because it was pure. So when everyone that people are like, you sold me a root beer, you have a cow king gray rat corn dog. (laughs) It doesn't matter if it was a quarter fucking root beer five generations ago because it's a it's a corn dog now. Okay, let's do toffee and finish up. Last one, toffee. It looks like buff to me. What do you think? I don't. I think it's better people... than buff, but it's it does look like buff. I think it's buff. I think it's just like different lineages. Like they okay. used to think copper and castagna and mahogany but I, and whatever but the fuck I still else have were different. Trouble understanding like coloration versus the morph pattern. Yes. Yeah. So I I could just be seen. Anyway, moving on. Seems fine. That's it. We did all of the single gene mutations, including five wild type phenotypes. Holy uh, shit. We we done it. Dana was here the whole time too. The whole time I didn't glaze over once. See, I like visual, very visual. I know, but we're lives are meaningless. And I my husband has interrupted at least twice and I heard my kids <laughs> screaming in this stupid video podcast on the news. On to news. New news, everybody. Did you watch the giving snakes back their legs video? Who did it? Who done it? Just a YouTuber guy. I haven't. You don't have to watch it. I muted it so we don't get a a content ID made mad. We're not going to watch the whole thing. This is at Granddaddy Herps. Have you watched Granddaddy Herps channel? Yes, I have. So he went to Granddaddy Herbs and they selected a looks like a female banana that's like they didn't force it and they didn't hurt it and they just let it crawl into the tube by itself. And it actually looks very calm. Yeah, it does. It didn't want to go a couple times. They just waited. And then eventually the snake crawls all the way through and they turn it on so it can walk again. So it's this long tube for those who aren't watching the video. It's a long tube with robotic legs. And so the ball python is in the long tube and they waited till she put her head out and was calm before they started moving it. And it actually is it's kind, kind of, cute. of amazing and kind of cute. Yeah. Yes. So the video came out a couple of weeks ago and I heard about it. Then I didn't watch it. Then I watched it and I was like, this is actually like a more appealing way to clickbait snake content to a normal person. For, for sure. That I've ever seen. Like the, nobody looks tortured. The guy looked genuinely interested in what Granddaddy Herps was talking about because he showed him like a defensive snake and then a very calm ball python that he thought would be a better candidate in the right. video. And this and, snake looks and she has the opportunity happy. to like leave the tube yeah. if she's unhappy. Yes. So I was like, as far as like outside of the hobby snake content, this was <laughs> one of the better ones I've seen. And it's kind of cute. It's amazing. So the video will be on show notes in the Facebook group. And if you're watching on YouTube, you've already seen this shit. Look Yay! at it. Crazy. And then right. she, she comes out and they stop. So I, that's just amazing. Yeah. I love it. I love it. Granddaddy Hurts got... has an old YouTube channel. So check him out, too. Since I wonder if he had like a subscriber spike. This was Alan Pan, who I've never even heard of before. But here we are. All right. Oh, and it has 6 million views. Yeah. All right. So people, other people are liking it, too. Next. Red line shipping. Oh my gosh, this caused some drama. See, I don't understand. I don't I was just either. like, 
Okay, what? good. There's more competition. There's more options. Which is good for me. That's good for me too. Mm-hmm. I I don't think it's bad for the community. I think it's great. I think I don't understand why everybody had a heart attack. I saw it in the email and I went, cool, <laughs> and moved on. But then apparently other people like lost their marbles about it. Yeah, I, I mean, I guess it's technically weird because Robin started SYR initially, correctly. Is that correct? That's what I, my understanding. And then he sold my... it, and but now he's starting another one. So maybe the people, I don't know. That, that he sold his business to are mad that he's starting a competing right. business. And that, I mean, that point of view makes a little more sense than just being pissed that now there's three. But are they mad that Morph Market picked them over? Oh, as like the pro Morph yes. Market? Yeah, because I don't know if you remember, Morph Market used to have a ship your reptiles code for yes. just Morph Market. Yes, so it used to be, and then now this one is. So maybe they're upset about that too, but mm-hmm. do better, make better prices. <laughs> but that's FedEx, that's not really ship your reptiles. And then ship uh, your, I, I love you, ship your reptiles. I wasn't actually trying to hate on you, it's just being snarky. Then I went through Redline Reptiles policies, and it is, dare I say, very similar to Ship Your Reptiles. Like it's almost identical. Yeah. Without literally cutting and pasting. Right. It's pretty close. And they also offer insurance. And we've talked about insurance before and yes. how Reptiles to You does not offer insurance during pandemic time. And right. then I went back to Reptiles to You to see if they turned it back on because things are a little bit better with FedEx. Yes. They did not. In their section now, it says, we don't think anyone should pay for insurance because no one ever uses it. Okay. Well, I was like, that's not necessarily true. Yeah. (laughs) I I can understand their point. And if you don't want insurance, cool, you can use them. If you do, then you have two other options. A strange way to word it. Because she's like, I assign a gender here, kind of on accident, kind of on purpose. But they're purporting that the Alternative companies that provide insurance will not refund you unless this the animal in the box is both late and dead. If it's dead, it has to be late and dead to be refunded for being dead. So if it comes on time, they won't issue your refund if it's dead. And is that true? Because that's not what Shipping Repel seems to say. I don't think that's true. That's right. not my understanding. Okay. Someone write in from Chippy Reptile. But I haven't ever or received Redline. or sent a snake that came dead or received dead. Right. Me neither. So uh, I but I have, have sent personal... snakes that were late and then had the cost of the shipment refunded. So when mine came, came late, it was during pandemic and they weren't offering. Chippy Reptiles? To my knowledge, that wasn't. I don't, I don't know. I was the receiver not the shipper. Okay. Ship Your Reptiles has offered insurance almost the whole time pandemic. You just have to follow what their rules, which is a Tuesday, Wednesday into hub only. But those have, for me, when I ship, have been late 20 to 30% of the time. So I got those. So it's refunded. Yeah. That's amazing. Snakes were always fine because it's just a, another day sitting at a hub. And they were packaged correctly, right. so they are fine. They're very hardy. Yeah. Um, Good. I want 10 more shipping companies and I want the yes. prices to drop down into yes. the toilet. That's what yes. I want. Yes, please. This is me being selfish, but yes. All right. What's next? Animal Con. Animal Con. I don't know. We don't need to go too hard here, but everyone seemed very happy. I watched all the post whatever discussions. I saw rumblings that the amount of attendees was uh, exaggerated greatly. 
Yes. I mean, some of the, the panel groups where they took pictures looked kind of empty and then some of them were more full and some looked like people were standing. I didn't hear any words of exaggeration though. Yeah. So. I can't like reference any like video or anything. Right. I just, it's just something that was kicked around that I had heard rumblings of. So, so I don't, if it was less attended or more attended, but they're still doing it next year, then they obviously made enough money that they think it's worth it. Right. What I was mostly worried about, it was, it was going to be like, you know, the Tanacon, that like YouTube video conference thing that happened to compete with VidCon a couple of years ago. Nope. nope. So like a YouTuber made her own like conference like this, where you could go meet creators and join panels, but they did, they poorly did it. And so they overbooked their venue. So they had venue space for like 3,500, but they sold 5,000 tickets. So people had to wait oh. outside because it was a fire hazard. The venue they picked had no food in it. So everyone Whoa. who got in couldn't buy food to eat. And so people were dying of heat stroke outside. And all this other stuff happened. That's what I was worried about. I was like, anytime a YouTuber does anything, I'm scared. But it was run correctly. And it looks like it was next to like a place with a sweet pool at a nice facility. So that's all I cared about. I never thought anybody was going to fight. I was just like worried about like management issues. It looks like they managed it beautifully. Everybody got to eat lunch. There was a nice. Everybody got to eat and they didn't die of heat stroke. Yeah, there was a nice green room where you had snacks. I'm like, great. Oh, yeah. Good job, job, everybody. And nobody got into a fist fight. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Sounds Everybody great. got along. There was no screaming in the parking lot. It, I, I was very proud that they all got together and, and were civil to each other. I just mm-hmm. think that that's, that's always a win for the community when that happens. Do you want to go to Animal Con? No. <laughs> Would you but, go if you were a famous YouTuber and you were you were on a panel? Yeah, I mean, because they're trying to help the reptile community. And so, I mean, yeah, I probably would go out of obligation to the community. But it's not like something I aspire to go to or be invited to by any means. Okay, not inspire, but like if you were invited, because Jana has one million subs on (laughs) YouTube. Maybe on OnlyFans. (laughs) Either one is fine. Yeah, no, I would, because I would feel an obligation to the community. Okay. Not because they have like a sweet pool next door that you can sneak no. off to. Okay. No. In nobody Florida? needs to. Nobody needs to see this in in a swimsuit. Listen, there are different strokes for different folks. That's very. Everybody's true. beautiful. Everybody's beautiful, but you, it's in the eye of the beholder, and I have to <laughs> behold this. So, <laughs> moving on. Okay. Do you know who Mr. Beast is? I've heard of him. So he is a YouTuber. And last year, let's try to kill the audience. Wait, is he the guy that has like chocolate? Yes, he has like Beastables, the Mr. Beast chocolate. Yes, I've heard of his chocolate. And so uh, because of his chocolate, I've heard of him, but I've never watched any video. Okay, so last year we missed this because we weren't even podcasting in April of last year. He did a video where people had to sit in a bathtub of ball pythons and win $10,000. How do they get in it without hurting any of the ball pythons? Well, they took all the snakes back out. Somebody gets in an empty and then they put the snakes back on them. Okay. 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 That was just my concern. Like if they got in and they squished one, like that's not cool, man. So this. Is there, is there a. There's multiple challenges. There you go. Yeah. So this is Brian Barczyk's snakes. And he did this last year with Mr. Beast. Did you know about this? I didn't know about this until like a week ago. But I know that he has done collabs with him. Right. Like he drove down there for something, some other video recently that isn't this right, video. Right, and then he got COVID. Yeah, which I don't think that video even aired, Mr. Beast video. I, they never got to do it because everybody got COVID. Right, but he drove down again a couple oh. of weeks ago. 
to oh, like okay. reshoot it, but that hasn't aired yet. Oh, like okay. that segment doesn't matter. The point is, a Brian apparently got flack for this like collab. Do you think this is a flackable event? Um, from a biohazard safety, yes. But they were all Brian snakes, and they look like they're all like males or something. To be honest, like they're all. Do you think you like clickbaity wise? Like this is bad for the community. Is that what you're? Yeah, asking? that's what I'm getting at. It's ambivalent. It's not like we need to light a bonfire at the stake or anything. It's not like snake biting. And like you said, like they took the snakes out and then they put them back in. So, I mean, biohazard safety wise, yeah. But as far as like clickbaitable shit on the internet, this is pretty, pretty benign. Yeah. Do you think like the exposure of a Mr. Beast audience, which I think he has 100 million subs now. Um, do you think Let's that was do- good? Yeah. <laughs> I know where Brian did it, but like. What do you think? I mean, it's it's weird that the guy's like terrified of ball pythons. <laughs> I know it's such a pussy move. I'm yeah, like, it's kind yeah, of like I'd probably if... sit in a tub of ball pythons for like a bag of Cheetos and like a, yeah, a no, coke. I mean, like I would do it for free. <laughs> like, who cares? That would just be rad as fuck. But Ugh. um, the fact that yeah, Mister like, Beast, call me, please. I'll I'll do it. Challenge like, accepted. That, I'd put a bikini on for that. <laughs> but. Yeah, I mean, like, literally, it's just, like, coming up to say hi and touching his face, and he's like, ah, like a little girl. And I um, I don't even think he's that scared. There's some other, like, of the people who ran away faster or whatever, but we didn't ever, we didn't comment about this before, and I'm only commenting now, because now Brian Barczyk is doing, like, Mr. Beast-themed videos. Okay. I don't want to say, like, they're ripping them off, but they're, like, paying homage to themes of mr b style videos he did that overpaying in a reptile show video did you watch that one yeah that's a mr beast thing mr beast oh okay i thought it was adorable yes it's like very weirdly generous and nice very charming i I just it came off really well i enjoyed that video that's a mr beast thing because he would like okay do like a like if a pizza guy delivered he'd like tip him five hundred dollars wow or the house he's done that too or whatever just like these shows of generosity so Barczyk has also done a free pet store. So he went down to or is modern. That too. Yeah. Yeah. That's a Mr. Beast thing. Mr. Just be that a free, a free car lot. Like if you come there to buy a car, he'll just let you pick a car and it's yours. And he'll pay yeah. for it. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. So I saw like, that I've just been thinking of, like I'm on this, I keep talking about like this, like media consumption analysis mode where I'm like, what is going on with social media and reptiles? Where do we all fit? So is, what do we think about the Mr. Beastification of Brian Barczyk's channel? I've been enjoying it. I enjoy it a lot more than watching his dumb kid and employee fuck around. Oh my God. That part's getting hard. <laughs> it's getting hard. I think it's his so kid hard. is doing the editing now. Is that right? Am I making okay. that up? Probably that's why he's in it so much. But that part is literally painful. Like I try to skip it. <laughs> It's so painful to watch, but they like intersperse it so well that it's mm-hmm. difficult to skip it. <laughs> that's a, a down vote from Jana. Yeah, I've uh, noticed like the editing style and that's like, it's hard. I'm too it's, old. It's like, real, I feel yeah, my age or something. Right, I'm like, right. fuck. Like, I'm just not interested in watching kids do stupid shit, you know? And, so, and I really enjoy watching Brian do his stuff. And I like his positive energy and I enjoyed the Mr. Beast spinoffs, even though I didn't know that's what I was watching, but like, they're very charming. And so, yeah, like yeah, generosity like is like the new clout flex or whatever. Okay. Or well, I like, like it. Did you watch the Ryan Trahan Penny thing that happened this summer? Mm-mm. 
Shannon's not on in the YouTube mindset. So just a, a normal YouTube guy traveled across the country to deliver a penny to Mr. Beast, but he did a daily upload, but all the money raised supposed to go to like a feeding sort of food challenge people needs all the money he used to travel across the country had to come from a single penny like he traded or worked or uber delivered or whatever but it was all to be donated away anyway interesting it's very good let's be honest and this is all like yeah. mr beast driven like some sort of so philanth- started, like, philanthropy old, of yes, like its own trend of being a being a good person makes you cooler I'm like thank god Yes, I support being a good person makes you cooler. <laughs> so Barjack is doing that. And I just find it interesting. Like he f- saw the trend and he's doing it in the reptile hobby. And I think he should do it more or harder. I don't know. Harder. Instead Jessica of having his kids scream. Harder. Deeper. <laughs> Barjack daddy. Just really, really get in there. <laughs> Commit. All right. That was it for that. Let's look at this picture. Can you see this picture? it let's full screen this this so beautiful oh it's Corey martin's of course it is i love Corey martin shout out for her even though she doesn't need it Mm -hmm. for the audio only people this is a huffman blackhead g strike beautiful we've disparaged huffman but this one is a very dark g stripe very dark and without being like crappy like cinnamon right it's not a uniform dark it's like a dark dorsal like a, stripe it has like a gold dorsal stripe and then it has like really thick black really thick thicker <laughs> than a blackhead g-stripe yes for sure yes but then it like fades down in these like speckly to like a white belly yes so really if this pretty. was a cinnamon blackhead g-stripe it would be solid dark <laughs> solid poop or a or a black pastel blackhead g-stripe yes so in this case Choosing the very weakest of the allelic complex. Benefited. Benefited. Huffman's coming back in this one context. And there's one very singular. She found the thing. Good job, Corey. Good job, Corey. Love you. She's amazing. Mm-hmm. This is a couple weeks ago now. I just thought I never would have highlighted a Huffman until this day. And then here we are. Here we are. We did We're it. Doing it. I don't have a link here. You see that? I see it and I saw it online and I. (gasps) This is a stranger yellow belly clown to a pastave red stripe gravel. So, do you think this is a stranger pastel highway red stripe? Do you think it's all of them or no stranger? I think it has to have stranger because it's really. It has to have stranger. It has to have pastel. It's definitely a highway. I have no idea on the Mojave or the Red Stripe. It probably has Red Stripe because it's so vibrant. But for the people at home, it's almost like not the people at home, people on audio. It's like a white-ish snake. Looks like a, a pastel highway, but like very white. Yeah, like it hurts your eyes white, like so clean. The dorsal stripe is mostly full. There's a couple breaks here and there. And just these like little one or two little tiny yellow splotches here and there. Yeah. It has update pictures on, I think, World of Fall Pythons last couple of days. This is like an earlier picture. Okay. I'll put this one in the group. 1.3K. Wow. Wow. It has 1.3K likes for those listening on the podcast. Now. Yeah. It's, it's nice. I saw it and I really, wow. We talked Whoa. about corn snakes. We did. There is a possible 
melanistic corn snake. It looks crazy. It also it doesn't looks even look like a corn snake. Yeah, I'll put the. It was like a Facebook Live with, and these are stills from that video because it's okay. a lot of talking. There's its face looks weird, and its yeah. neck to head ratio looks weird. Yes, it's very dark, but not perfectly black. Everybody at home, but its head is. It's just odd. It's a little squared off, sort of. It sort of looks skinny. Then its neck looks skinny relative yeah, to Yeah, it, it just has a really blunt nose. It's squared off is what you said, but it just looks like it smashed its face. <laughs> and then if you look at the side picture, there's a lot of, it's very dark, but there's a lot of stuff, like extra splotches in it. Yeah. So a lot of the comments where this was posted about like a week ago were, it's a hybrid with the black rat snake. And obviously the answer to that is no, because what do black rat snakes do, Jana? They go okay. through ontogenetic color change. So okay. they're born one color, which is a black saddle on a gray background, okay. and they grow up to be black. They're not born black. This is a newly born baby. Oh, okay. So a black rat snake hybrid does not explain whatever's going on here. And some other people were like, it's a weird cinder, because some cinders can be born really dark. Okay. Like a cinder, charcoal. Do we know the pairing? They claim in French, I don't speak French, so I'm trusting the subtitles, <laughs> <laughs> that it was like a normal to normal parent and they just got one black snake out of it like it was a random mutation. Random mutation or that they were both pet for a random yeah, maybe. thing. Yeah, that's bizarre. It'll be interesting to see what happens with that. I actually, or if it'll even die. though it's like morphologically weird looking, I could believe it's a pure corn snake though because... Color mutation genes often come with morphology changes, so it wouldn't surprise me. Yeah, does it have bug eyes, or is it just because the face is shaped differently? I don't think it has bug eyes. I think it's just the way the the light's reflecting off the eye in that picture. Yeah, it's very strange. Like, cinders are morphologically different than other corn snake morphs. Okay. They're thinner, and their heads are smaller. This also reminds me of a cinder in terms of body structure. So maybe it is indeed a cinder combo, but it's, we'll find out. We'll find out. Three years from now. Stay tuned. What about this picture? Whoa. That is a Brazilian rainbow boa, pied, but low white. Oh, see, now I, I like the Brazilian rainbow boa pieds. I think they're they're nice. That is cool. I, I, I really like that project. Although I don't understand the leucistic rainbow project. <laughs> Well, that's in Colombians. They're brown oh, anyway. Okay. Okay. Well, this is this is really gorgeous. Yeah, it's like a, it almost has like a. It's not red, really. It's more orange. It's like a pumpkin head, and then the Brazilian rainbow boa pattern, which is one of these like rings that are interconnected. Yes, but it's like, completely shattered. It right. It almost looks like you know a leopard boa, boa sigma, mm-hmm. sort of. That one's cool. And it almost has like a calico effect. Because the, 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 the light, the low white pied is trying to ring. Mm-hmm. But it, it gives it more of a calico effect, which I love. I'll have that link in the show notes. There was a video. Did you watch the stupid DMG video? Uh-uh. Or sorry, not DMG. DPR. DPR. Too many I, I wor- stupid meant. snake people with their stupid acronyms. He bred his cypress spot nose clown and made all spot nose and cypresses. And then he showed as an example, like an inchy, and he's like, here's a regular inchy, and here's an inchy spot or cypress to like compare. And then I was like, just to be sure, 
that's Hyunjin and she was from another clutch, right? And he's like, yes. So the minor wobblers and the major wobblers are allelic. Which is what we suspected, right? No, I thought it wasn't. I thought Justin oh. had confirmed that Blackhead and Spotnose weren't allelic. Oh, okay. It was my understanding that they were. We just talked about this like a week ago. I know, and I thought that, that you... I, I did not think that they were. Like, I had thought that they were allelic. But you were like, Justin said, and I'm like, okay, Justin's the boss. Hmm. No, is that not what I said? What did I say? I don't know. It, so, like, they weren't allelic for... They were maybe related, but weren't allelic because of comments made by Justin in the Morph Market community, like, two years ago. Okay. Between Blackhead and Spotnose, I'm pretty sure it was the pair. I mean, one clutch does not mean they're allelic, right? Like, we need to see it in more evidence, or is that conclusive? Well, this evidence here corroborates a statement by Summer randomly between, like, right, the one chocolate that you were like, and Cypher. Wait! Wait! Right. <laughs> right. Okay. <sighs> so that's fine. I just wanted to bring some clarity. But... Is this good, though? That means we have, like, 12, 15 genes? They're all allelic? It's crazy. Are they all, I mean, are they all different, or are they similar that we should be calling them the same? Um, I mean, you can argue whether or not you think Raven and Chocolate are different. Okay. But we proved that Chocolate and Wookiee were not the same. Yeah, for sure. For sure, for sure. Yeah. Okay. Well, I mean, yeah, that's that's a lot. <laughs> Right. I mean, none of those can be supers. Right. Double, triple, quad, homozygous. Not that you would want super or a lot of that shit anyway, because it looks like shit. But you can't have a super blackhead spot nose clown anymore. (gasps) Oh. Oh, yeah. Yeah. There's a bunch of combos that are good, or like a cypress spot nose blackhead clown. (laughs) Not possible. Right. So a bunch of options are now gone. That sucks. Yeah, to me it does. It makes takes a good chunk of the fun out. It's fine. Life's hard. U.S. Arc alert, Georgia. We have a proposed ban on big snakes and pegus and Nile monitors and certain turtles because those turtles they really fuck your shit up, you know? Yeah. Yep. Yeah, the turtles. Bummer, I- dude. There's a virtual meeting on September 13th. You can go to US Arc to check it out. It's just more of the same shit, different day, different state. They just keep yes. trying the same yep. animals. So cool. Cool. But it passed in Florida, so it has precedence to pass, right? I mean, yeah, but like state law doesn't like work like uh, it doesn't work with precedence. Legal law. Right. Okay. Okay. That's good to know. Last one. Everybody's favorite. So in World of Ball Pythons, a person was not pleased that they couldn't buy a snake that they had paid for completely because it had been the the gender confirmed before shipping and it was the wrong gender. So it was going to be a female instead of a male. They had paid the male price. The seller offered it to them to the female price or a refund. And they were like, can I just buy it for the price that it was because it was mine anyway? He said, no. The buyer was a little maybe testy in his comments. Did you read through his comments? They're not it was here. a lot. I did not. <laughs> okay. It was a little give me, testy. Give me the Reader's Digest. Maybe he get cops an attitude a little bit, but he was mad that he wasn't even being given an option to buy it except for to buy it at full price. And then the seller was mad and just refunded the money no matter what at that point. Yeah, like, yeah I'm done with you. Right. 
So what do you think Jana ASM Royal Tales would have done? The difference in price was 600 versus 2000. The payment plan was done. Because the mistake was mine and the snake was paid for, I probably would have compromised and asked if he'd meet me halfway between the male price and the female price. Right. And then, almost any kind of bone would have been good, right? Right. I don't, I would not, certainly not expect them to pay the female price when it's such a drastic difference. According to his ledgers or business notes he was expecting to sell it as male and so it's a win for everybody so right, you, you, you don't need more... to, you don't need to take full price like you got to just work it out and make it good make the situation right in my opinion that's how customer service works especially when the error is yours and i mean that's just totally weird like in my mind a male is always male but a female you could get wrong could be a male like we're peen seen <laughs> well they have a lot of stuff that's true. Snakes. That's true. And they're also hypothetically brokering snakes. True. Okay. So that's I don't fair. know where that one was produced. Yeah. And the other thing that he could have done was been like, I see you wanted a male. Obviously, you would want this female too, but I don't feel comfortable selling it to you. So let me give you another male that is worth $500 more. Right. That's just yeah, like a consolation a prize. And let them pick a different male. Right. Because obviously the male to him doesn't matter. Like that's not a benefit. No, at all. So he could just be like, here's a $1,500 male that is like way more stacked than the male you were getting to make you feel better because I missexed it. But I'm not, if he wasn't comfortable basically giving him $1,400 of the value, that's fine. But he could have sweetened the deal all kinds of ways. Correct. Like he could have met him in the middle. Uh, Customer service demands, in my opinion, ASM Royal Tales policy is that you try to make it right. Mm -hmm. So both people are satisfied both people are giving and getting you know mm-hmm. this post is still up last time i checked on world of ball pythons if people want to read it and you can decide for yourself that was uh interesting let's put it that way collection update time tried to go buy asf at a pet store and they refused to sell females rude i know so they're doing rude. price protection but they didn't tell me that before i drove an hour to go Yikes. get some so fuck that place don't go there. So this has been like a real problem. There's no rodents here anywhere. There's no... And people are price protecting themselves. <laughs> There's no like local breeders. There's no wow. pet stores that will sell females. There's nothing. So I'm driving to Arlington in three weeks and I'm, I like pre-ordered colonies from somebody who's vending there. So I have to go now. You have to I go. probably won't spend the night because I'll have ASFs. Yeah. That's around. probably best. So check it out. I'll be there. Uh, random people in Texas. Don't say hi though. Just like wink from across the room. Yeah, yeah. And then the last dumb comment is I had four boys and one girl in the doublehead DG Pied clutch. Rude. I know. Very rude. That's like my um, G Stripe Clown clutch. Mm-hmm. Rude. Very rude. I think we have pissed off the odd gods. <laughs> That's okay. You win a lot of things and you lose Correct. a lot more things. So it's fine. But I think we did it. Hopefully this doesn't look like shit. Yeah. We'll attempt to edit together. And I will attempt to rip the audio and le- equalize it. So I don't think we sound the same volume. Okay. But who knows? See. And if it sucks ass. Yeah. Sorry, guys. We're trying. <laughs> Next week. I don't know what we're doing right this second, but I'm going to be a surprise for everybody. 
but hopefully it's good. I've been working on it. All right. We'll catch you next time, guys. Someone said that was too much corn snakes. Bye, everybody.